Doom, doom, doom. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel. Through the mountain, secret, 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 secret tunnel. Hello, I'm your host, and this is Flamio Turtle Duck. In this episode, we'll be going through the search part one. Now, before we get into this, I'd just like to note that out of all the comics that has come out from the Avatar universe, the search is my favorite. It's my favorite. So you, you're going to see why. So we last left off with Zuko going to his sister, Azula, asking her for her help to find their mother. Now, that was how the promise ended. Now, with the search, it begins with just a black, black panel with white text over. And it says, wait, I want to know everything. And then everything, everything. For you, my dear, I'll start from the beginning. And uh, I just, uh, I love this already. Anyway, so now... We have another, the next panel, and it says the Fire Nation town of Hira many years ago. So this is a flashback, and you see a man, and he's on top of like a stage holding these, this mask. And he's just reciting some lines, and then a person with a mask on, a woman, she pops up and scares him, and he's like, oh my god, you scared me to death, Ursa. And she reveals, or this is where it's revealed that he was reciting a little something from Love Amongst the Dragons. And so Ursa is like, oh, I'm just messing with you, Ikem. That's his name, Ikem. And it, it reveals that they're a, a couple, their boyfriend and girlfriend. And so she also tells him how she just got the dragon, the dragon empress role. And he's super excited because that means they're going to be you know, doing the play together and kissing in front of the whole village. And so they're like, let's practice our lines a bit. And they, they practice this kissing scene. And she's like, "Ugh, I hate kissing through the mask. And then Ikem is like, will you marry me? And she's like, "Um, that's not in the script. And he's like, no, it's not. Because I'm asking you for real. And he says, like, ever since we, we were six years old and you kicked me in the stomach, I've been in love with you. And I've never stopped loving you. Like, I'm going to ask you one more time with no masks on. Like, will you marry me? And she's just like, oh my god, yes. And they kissing for real. Now we are in the city of Yudao present today. The flashback has ended. And you see a big meeting going on with Kaori's family. Um, the people of Yudao, the mayor, Morishita, he's there with his wife and the Avatar gang, Katara, Sokka, Aang, and Zuko. And there's this man, an older man, he's just like blah blah blahing about something and Sokka's like, do we really need to be listening to such a boring lecture? And Aang says he's an expert on ancient Earth Kingdom theories of government and we want to, you know, fix Yudao so we should get some ideas from the past. And Sokka's just bored out of his mind. And Katara's trying to tell them to shut up. And then Zuko, his ears perks up when the elderly man says something, something, family, blah, blah, blah. And he asks the professor to repeat what he says. And so he says that 
in ancient Earth Kingdom philosophy is family is in essence a small nation and the nation a large family. So then Zuko is like, oh shit, he said family. And the, he continu- the old man continues saying, in treating his own family with dignity, a ruler learns to govern his nation with dignity. So Aang is like, hey, you all right there? And he's just like, haven't you been listening? I put my own father in prison. My sister's in a mental institute. My mother's been banished for years. What does that mean for my nation? And Aang is trying to tell him, like, don't don't mind him. And Sokka's like, yeah, only people like Katara would take him seriously. Hmm. Now we go back into the past. The flashback continues. So now we see Ursa and she's running home to her mother and she's super excited to tell her that she's about to get married to the man she loves. But right when she enters, she sees her mother and her mother's in tears and she's like, man, what's wrong? Where's dad? And she tells her like, oh, your dad's in the greenhouse with a visitor and that I love you, Ursa. You know that, okay? And so Ursa goes and finds her dad in the, like, garden area, the green room, right? (laughs) And so she sees her dad with Fire Lord Azulon. And he's like, oh, wow, aren't you pretty? And he just pretty much tells her the news that he's been trying to look for Avatar Roku's descendants. But it was very difficult to track, like, them down. But anyways, the whole point was that the Fire Sage just told the Fire Lord that pairing of the Avatar's granddaughter with his own son will wield a bloodline of great power. And that would help ensure the family's rule for centuries after he's gone. And so then, this is when he introduces his son to Ursa. And he has a proposal for her! And yes, it's 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 Fire Lord Ozai. Now flashback over back to the present. And it shows Zuko at the prison and he's with Suki and Tylee and she's like you seem better now and he's like really and she's like um well I'm glad or we're glad to have you back which it seems weird she does this a lot and i do not understand and i do not want to believe in those fan theories that tsuki is actually having feelings for zuko but that's for another day anyways he tells tsuki and tylee that ang wants you to be the prototype for a new kind of city that unites the four nations and tylee's excited but zuko mentions how it's idealistic but anyways He believes maybe that's what the world needs, a little more idealism. And so he's looking through the prison cell door where it has a little window and he can see Zula sitting in a chair across from her father and they're just like in silence. And he's asked Suki, like, have they talked at all? And Suki's like, no, not at all, (laughs) nothing. And he's like, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna talk to them. But Suki's like, they can be dangerous. He's like... I have tea and they're my family. She'd be fine. So he brings the tea in like on a tray and Azula attacks. She like bites the tray and throws it. And Ozai is just smiling about it. 
And she starts yelling, like, did you expect me to drink tea wearing a straight jacket? What, you want me to lap it like some kind of animal? And Zuko's like, no, I mean, no. And that's when Tai Li does the chi blocking moves on Azula. And Zuko's like, no, that's not necessary. And so Azula's like, oh, my old friend Tai Li, tell me how she got to you in May. How'd she make you lose your fear of me? And so... No, Tylee's like you're not making any sense what are you talking about and so Zuko's just trying to try to assure Suki and Tylee like I got this don't worry you guys can leave us and Zuko just says I thought T will you know might lend a little dignity while you talk to our father and she's like you want dignity come on let us talk in private and he's like you know what fine and so he says that he's going to give them half an hour. And Tai Lee and Tsuki like, you sure about that? And like, Zuko's like, you know, her cheese blocked. I think it should be fine. And besides, it's my best chance to finding my mother. Now we go back in time. And it's the flashback again. And there's a carriage and it's being pulled by one of those Komodo rhinos. And yeah, it's... Ursa and Ozai and Azulon inside. And Azulon's like, oh, after growing up in the backwater village, you especially, or you will especially appreciate the capital city's comforts and all that. And you're going to be so happy with my son. And as they're writing, someone's yelling her name, Ursa, Ursa. It's like, oh shit, what's going on? And the guard is like, there's a commoner and he's blocking the way and he's wielding these swords, but they're not even real swords. They're the theater prop swords. And he's sweating and shaking and he's kind of scared of what he's doing. And he's very much like, Fire Lord Azulan, you have my my true love in your carriage with all due respect. I can't, I can't let you take her from me. And Azulon's just like, um, yeah, guards take care of him. And so they start fighting and stuff. And he's not a bender, right? All he's using is those props. And Ursa is very concerned. And she's like, Ozai, please don't. He's just an old childhood friend and he's confused. So just please leave him alone and promise not to hurt him for, for me, my love. And so Ozai's like, that's enough. And so Ursa gets out and she tells Ikem to please go home. And Ikem's very like confused and he's like, we belong together. Like it isn't worth the pain of never, you know, never again belonging. And she's just like, the decision's been made. Nothing can be changed. And he's just like, okay, just tell me that marrying that prince is truly what you want like tell me that and i'll go home and she looks at the carriage and she just bows her head and says fire lord or was i honored my family by asking for my hand in marriage i joyfully accepted now for your sake and mine go home and she says this as tears are running streaming down her face and of course ikem is crying as well as the carriage just goes into the sunset all right present day now we see it's nighttime and 
Zuko's there walking with Suki and Tai Lee, and Suki's wheeling Azula because she's on the, the wheelchair, right? So she's wheeling her. And so Zuko's like, you know what, Suki, Tai Lee, please go home. You guys done enough. And they're like, I don't know. Are you sure? He's like, honestly, yes, I can escort Azula on my own. Don't worry. And so then that's when he, he asks her like, oh, well, um, what did you guys talk about? And she's just like, oh, the usual, the weather. I told him how much I'm enjoying the delicious food at the nut house. And so then <laughs> Zuko just tells her that, oh, you know, you're not going to stay at the institution. You're, they're preparing, um, I mean, the servants are preparing your old room and all, but we're going to guard you like 24-7. And she just asks him, like, have you ever been chi blocked before? And Zuko says no. And she's like, oh, you know what's interesting about it? Your joints go soft like they're made of wax. And you find yourself very, very flexible. And so that's when we see her arm sticking out of her collar. And she zaps Zuko with some electricity. And she starts to run and she's escaping and she fire bends out of her straitjacket like she burns it. And so now Zuko, he's chasing after her and she goes up on the roof and she goes through the window of the second floor. But now we have a flashback again or continuing off the flashback. You see Ikem and he's just wandering like this woods and he's on the tree, like a tree branch crying. He's just like, just there in the wild and he's like making a little hut and he, he growing facial hair like he's been here for forever. And you see him by the fire looking like a caveman almost and as he's just looking at the pool of or like a pond there's a giant wolf spirit drinking from it and then now to present day zuko goes up on the window because right she climbed into the window or firebended and there's a guard right there right and he's like where'd she go and the guard's like oh shit she went that way and so he goes down the corridor into a room and there's like a painting of the fire symbol and he feels it very warm. And so he firebends it or fi does some firebending on it. And yeah, it opens up and it's an actual door, like a secret door. And there's stairs. So he goes down and yeah, there's this room and he sees Azula. And this is a very interesting room. It's never really been explained much, but you see some relics from the airbenders, some earth kingdom stuff even water tribe stuff but anyways azula she's going through this chest and he's like what is this place and azula just says they're here just like father said and azula is like this is one of father's many secret chambers and yeah you should have done more exploring but you were such a scared baby anyways yeah and so she's holding these letters that Ursa wrote and they're the key to finding her and yeah there's just it's all these letters and she burns one as she's burning one she hid one of them in her like 
Obi, like her sash. And Zuko freaks out. He's like, don't do that. And she's laughing. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And she answers with, why don't you ask her that? I'm sure she'd be happy to tell you. And then she goes on saying, look, believe it or not, dear brother, I want to find her as much as you do. So I'll tell you what was in those letters on one condition. And so it is the past. Flashback. So now it's the wedding of Ozai and Ursa. And we see them and she looking she looking fine. He looking alright. Anyways. Yeah, no, she's just very upset and sad. And she's not enjoying her wedding. And then Ozai's like, Oh, you have lovely parents. And she's like, Yeah, they've always been good to me. And he's just like, Well, make sure you make your last words very meaningful. And she's like, What do you mean, last words? And he says that as the Fire Nation or the Princess of the Fire Nation, you have to sever all ties to your past and devote yourself entirely to your new duties. And obviously she's like, oh shit, I thought my life couldn't get worse from here. (laughs) And so he's very much like, after this day, do not mention your village or family, your old life ever again. You belong to the royal family now. And to me. Yeah, he kisses her cheek and she's just like, oh, I hate my life. Back to the present day. We see... Um, Aang, Katara, and Sokka on Appa, and they're heading over to visit Zuko. And Iroh's also there having his own little visit. And so then Aang sees Zuko, and he's like, Oh, thank you for inviting us to your home, your fieriness. We've been out of touch for much too long. And Zuko's like, It's only been a week. Anyways, where's Toph? And they, says, they just tell him, like, Oh, she's busy with her school. But anyways, yeah, you actually sent us a message. What What's going on? And so he fills, him, fills them in about how he got some information about his mother and that she might be in her hometown, a little small town called Hira and the outskirts of Fire Nation and that Iroh is going to be looking over things while he's gone to go search for her. But Aang and Katara's like, oh, that's wonderful, but, like, why'd you call us over? You, it sounds like you got everything under control. And he's like, well, the information came at a cost. And you see Azula peeping through the curtain, and <laughs> they freak out. They're like, Zuko, behind you! And they got their bending all ready. And <laughs> he's like, wait, no, no, it's not what you think. And so they're like, oh, my gosh, she escaped. We... We're going to protect you. Don't worry. And she's laughing like, ha ha ha. You really think you guys can hurt me? Especially the boomerang? Get out. But anyways, yes. That's when Tsuki and Tylee comes out. And she's like, no guys. Everything's cool. And so, uh, not Saka. Zuko was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's going to help me look for our mother. And she's going to be unbound with dignity. But obviously, we need some protection. And they're like, man, that was such a dumb idea. Really? She crazy. But anyways, Iroh chimes in saying, you know, my nephew, he's, he's, you know, doing the Fire Lord's work and all. But he yearns for peace. And 
you know, Ursa can maybe bring that peace and maybe not just for himself. And they're looking over at Azula. And so Aang is like, you know what? Yeah, we're your friends. We'll go. We, we got this. So it's the next day and they're like, okay, Azula, ready for this trip? And she's like, oh, man, careful with my luggage. That nasty beast don't slobber over it or whatever. But anyways, yeah, Katara's very much like, Zuko, I don't like this. And he's just like, you know, we're, we're going to take turns looking at, look or like, you know, looking after her and all. And Katara's like, okay, don't worry, we, we got her. Yeah, it's four against one. And Sokka's like, I'll do first watch. And Zuko's like, um, no offense, but I, I'm kind of leaving this to the benders. And he's like, no, man, I got this. Watch this. And he's like, he takes a stance, but that's when Azula kind of gives him a little zap. And everyone freaks out. Aang bent, earth bends her feet to the ground and Katara does a little ice thing to her fists and stuff. And Sokka is like, oh shit. Yeah. And so then Katara's like, don't ever touch him. And she's like, well, tell your brother don't have his toy in my face. And Zuko's like, come on, Azula, we had a deal. You have to be gone. You have to be calm. And she's like, well, keep your friends in check. And so, yeah, Sokka's like, yeah, someone else can do first watch. And so they fly off into the sky. And so Sokka's like, oh, my God, here we all are again, just like old times. And Hang chimes in with like, oh, even better than old times before. I've always wanted to kiss Katara. And now I actually get to do it. And she's like, oh, sweetie. And they give each other a little kiss. I'm like, Jesus, I hate this. And so, um, you know, Katara's like, too bad Toph isn't here. And he's like, yeah. Or Aang is like, yeah. Instead, we got Azula. So the sun has set, or it's setting, and they're really close to the village. So Zuko's like, you know what? Let's just spend the night here because I don't want to go into the village in the middle of the night like some gang of bandits. But yeah, so they're like, okay, we'll settle. But then all of a sudden, Aang has this crazy like angry face that he can't control and he thinks it's some kind of spirit making him do that and so yeah as they're like trying to settle down like fly down for a little camping spot they see the the wolf spirit and yeah Aang is like that gotta be the spirit making my face go all funny and so then Azula takes this opportunity to just jump off Appa and she's like well it was nice riding with y'all bye and so Zuko's very like oh shit no but Aang he uses his glider to catch her and he does but she zaps his little glider's wings and he goes down and she starts running and so Zuko's right behind her and she crosses the river but in the reflection she sees her mother and the reflection, or the mother in the reflection says, you're only hurting yourself, my daughter. And she's like, don't pretend to care about me. You thought you could break me, didn't you? By having Zuko lock me up in that institution. But I'm stronger than you than you realize. I used all of that time alone to figure out the truth. You've been conspiring, conspiring to take me down from the day I was born. Even when I was an infant, you saw in me something that you never had. 
power. That's why you think I'm a monster. My power makes you fear me. And the reflection's like, no, you're confused. And she's like, I still haven't figured out the details. How did you contact Zuko and Tylee and Mai or Mei? I, even after you disappeared, how did you show that um, Snow Peasant Katara how to defeat me? But anyways, she just like grabs the letter from her boot and it's like, now I have evidence. Um, I The evidence I need to take the throne from Zuko. And she just says like, honest, um, like, mother, I'm going to end you once I find you. And the reflection's like, I love you, Azula. I do. And she starts screaming and freaking out and strikes lightning into the water. And so then that's when Zuko finally catches up and he's like, who are you talking to? And he's just like, come on, we have to find her together. And she's like, oh, no, I have the information. You don't. I don't need you anymore. And Zuko's like, please, I don't want to do this. And so they are about to fight. But Katara comes in and she does a little ice trick and binds Azula. So she doesn't escape. And Aang and everyone catches up, right? And Aang still has the face going on and he can't control it. And of course, that's when the wolf spirit comes. But now it's time to travel to the past. Okay, so it's the flashback again. And you see Ursa and she's just writing a letter and she hides it. And she's being sneaky. And she's as she's hiding it, Zuko, little tiny Zuko, he a little child... He comes to her room and is like, Mommy, I'm too scared to sleep. Because he had a dream that his toys were on fire, his bed, everything, his whole room on fire. And Azula stood there right in the middle laughing. And his mother is just like, no, look, she's sleeping right now. Just close your eyes, go to sleep. Yeah, so she just puts him back to bed and she's like trying to get back to what she was doing and she finds one of her little servant old ladies she's an old lady and she's like oh hey can you deliver another letter for me in you know in secret to my family and she's like of course dear of course i've done i've done it every time no problem and she's like or ursa is like oh you're just like my family you're so kind to me but the old lady no she hides them in a chest she has not been sending them to her family and so we see ozai just practicing some fire bending and the old lady goes to him and is like oh forgive me but she did another one and it's addressed to her hometown and ozai's like i told you to just put these away in the chest and she's like no but this one's different and it reveals a secret that requires your immediate attention and so he starts reading it and he's like furious and says impossible and crunches up the paper but now we are in present day and yes they're up against a giant wolf spirit and he has markings on his chest that is similar to a face and it's the face that ang been making like a very angry face and Aang is just trying to talk to the wolf spirit like, no, we mean no harm. Please forgive us. And my friend over there, Azula, she she didn't mean to be crazy. And the wolf is just like, nope, grr, and he goes for an attack. So everyone starts fire bending or bending at the wolf and he eats like Zuko's fire and burps it out. But anyways, yeah, he, he trying to attack, but then Appa comes to the rescue and Appa pretty much whacks him with some airbending tail action. 
And yeah, the wolf, he gets hurt, but then starts barfing up um, moth wasps. And so they're going after everyone. And so Azula's like, oh, please um, free me from the ice. Because she's like bounded by ice. She's like, free me from the ice and I can help all you guys. And Zuko is hesitant, but he ends up doing it anyways. And she just does a big giant shock beam. And she just like throws it across the sky. And the like wasp or the moss wasps are following it. And so is the wolf spirit. And so, yes, they finally um, settled and camping for the night, their little spot. And Azula, she's having nightmares and she's shivering. And so Sokka, he puts a blanket over Katara and she's all like swarm now. And Zuko just asks like, wow, it's crazy how nice you are to your sister. He's like, of course, because she's my sister. And so he looks over to the shivering Azula and decides to also put a blanket over her. But as he's trying to put the blanket over her, he sees the letter sticking out of her boot. And this is when he starts to read it. And it says, my dearest Ikem. It's taken me a long time to admit it, but you were right. I belong with you and nothing is worth this pain. My one consolation is our son Zuko. When I look into his eyes, it's as if I'm looking into yours. My thoughts are with you always. Love, Ursa. Our son. It says our son. So Zuko is just shocked. And it ends there. That's how it ends. What a cliffhanger. Is Ozai his really, like, his real father? Who's his daddy? I guess you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. This episode was brought to you by Seaweed Prunes. They are nasty. In the next episode, we'll go into The Search Part 2. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a flamey old day, Hotman. Avatar State. Yip, yip.